and <laughs> welcome back. How are we getting on, everybody? How you doing? Doing pretty good. So, how about you introduce yourself? How you guys doing? My name is Patrick James Gallagher, or Gallagher as we say over here, but Gallagher I think is a proper way to say it. I'm half Irish, half Chinese. I like to call that Chirish. <laughs> um, Canadian, born in Canada. Uh, the Irish part of me comes from my dad. He was Boston Irish. I think, I think his grandfather was born in Cork, I believe. I haven't got the exact stuff down, so I think he was second generation Boston Irish. And now I live in Los Angeles, unfortunately. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, I think Boston Irish is like the closest you'll get to Irish outside of Ireland, except maybe Scotland. True, except, you know, it's technically the Boston Celtics, isn't it? The basketball team. Yeah. <laughs> what, 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 um, uh, what, what state is it that has the fight in Irish again? That would be uh, Notre Dame University, which I believe yes. is in Indiana. Yeah, it is Notre Dame University. <laughs> yeah. We were talking yeah. to a guy there who went there, and his whole thing was on fighting Irish. And oh, did you go there? Uh, we, we, we had a guest on. You're very quiet, Darren. Maybe move a bit closer to your mic. But uh, yeah, we had a guest on, and he was telling us he went to he went to that university and asked us like, probably I think he kind of tried to ask us was any of it true? Yeah, he was like, is there any like story behind that or anything? No. Well, my understanding of that is that it was um that there was a. Uh... This is what I heard. My understanding is that there was a, a unit in World War One that was called the Fighting Irish, and that's what they're named after. Something like that. That it's not about that the Irish get in a lot of fights. It's named after some kind of specific army group or something. But okay. what the hell do I know? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I got to wear these damn glasses on. I'm going to take them off. I just want I'll just I'll, little things will be blurry. I don't care. Look, it'd be grand. Anyway, so uh, obviously you're an actor. Uh, so can you tell us how you got into that? Uh, well, my, I have a very educated family. I think on both sides, three generations, there are four PhDs, 10 master's degrees, and 27 bachelor's degrees. And I didn't want to go to school. So I just, to get people off my ass, I just literally auditioned for a theater program in a Douglas College, community college in in BC just so I could tell my educated family that I was doing something and then sort of fell in love with it and got lucky and got into the National Theatre School of Canada in 1990. I graduated there where I was in Sandra O's class actually. We were, we were in the same class together and just went, went from there. And my dad was an English professor so I did have a lot of support for that. Um, they just wanted me to do something rather than just fuck around which I was doing at the end of high school. So. Yeah. And I love it. I mean, it, it never feels like a job to me. Um, I've had a lot of regular jobs. You know, I've only made a living at this since 2001. So from 93 to 2001, I was a, I was a bouncer at a, at, a, at a nightclub. I was a hotel doorman. I used to call people and ask them about surveys. Worked in fish canning factories. Worked as a waiter. Worked as a bartender. Worked at Burger King. So it's nice to make a living at it now. Yeah. That's the one thing you want with a job, like, is to have something that you actually enjoy rather than look at it like, oh, you know, another dollar, another day, have to go yeah. back in here, come back out a few hours later, and then, you know, just enjoy myself. You'd rather enjoy yourself in the job. Absolutely. No matter what that is, if you can find that, you know, I mean, if that happens to be 
you know, driving a truck or, you know, what it, you're right. Just find what you love doing. And then, and then, then, you, you know, then you're going to have a much happier life. And it's, yeah. it's just, it's a shame to go have to do something you don't want to do. Yeah. If you find work that you're interested in or happy doing, you'll never work a day in your life. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, and that's my goal. I hate working. Yeah. <laughs> I hate working too. <laughs> Trust me. This morning, uh, I, I said this earlier as well, but uh, this morning I was, um, so obviously right now we have a storm here called Storm Ellen. Uh, not that bad. Apparently there was thunder and lightning. I didn't see anything or hear anything. But uh, so I've been up all night, first of all. <laughs> what time is uh, it there right now? It is it's 10 past nine, 20 past nine. 20 past nine. So I was up all night last night. And uh, so then at maybe probably nine o'clock no half eight in the morning maybe uh my dad comes in he goes oh i'm just after getting a call there uh there's um there's trees after being uh you know like blowing over pretty much in uh in my friend's like uh driveway so uh, we're gonna bring the chainsaws up there and deal with that and we're i was just like oh <laughs> oh hey <laughs> and, like where, where it's someone just, knew. Yeah, it's just like, introduce oh, yourself real quick. Jared, say hi. I'm okay, Jared. Jared, you're late. One, one of the co-hosts. This is Jared. He's the co-host, and he's fired in the morning. Don't worry about it. Right, <laughs> so you hold it. Is this storm? Is this storm an Atlantic hurricane, or what is this? Uh, no, it's not a hurricane. It's just I think right now it's still uh, classed as a storm at the moment, but like it's pretty strong winds and stuff. So like it, it blew down a few like tree branches, big ones like. So we had to fell this, and uh, you know, the 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 amount of rain and the wind coming in and like the rain coming in sideways, just all the moss on the uh, trees just completely went like mud. So, wow. Like, yeah. So like picking up any like log that we cut was just like slip central, and uh, you'd look at your hands after and you'd be like, I've literally just I feel like I'm the the swamp thing. Well, rain is good. That's why Ireland is so green. So. Yeah. But goddamn, is it a pain in the ass sometimes? Oof. Well, I grew, I grew up in Vancouver where it rains, you know, 200 days a year. So I know what it's like. Yeah. It's yeah. it's it's so bad. Mm. Well, yeah, no. Hey, Jared, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> You're so fucking fired, Jared. Yeah, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so... Obviously, uh, you were uh, Attila the Hun in uh, Night at the Museum. Sorry, I, uh, I almost I almost said Nightmare on Elm Street. I don't know why. <laughs> I, I, would, I would have loved to have been in that. Yeah, I was very lucky to be able to be to be that in all three of them. That was those were really really amazing jobs to do. Really really fun. Can't believe how long ago they were. Sounds like fun. Oh I mean, yeah. Like, when you think about it, when you think of Night Museum over here, it's probably not as a big of a deal, but like. If you think about it, the cast in that film is yeah, like Ben Stiller, Owen Wilson, fucking Robin Williams, Robin Williams. Ricky Gervais, Ricky Gervais, Emmy-winning Rami Malek, you know, Rami Malek, yeah. <laughs> and then just in the sequels, they just kept introducing more and more, and it was just like Jesus Christ. Who was who yeah. was in the second one? Was was it Amy Adams who played Amelia Earhart? That was in that was in Frank the second Kadaria, one. That was so. yeah, yeah, that yeah. was in Smithsonian. Yeah, it was yeah. Yeah, and it was great because I just made that. You know, we made. Mo I mean, we, 
a lot of that movie was improv. Everything I did, I basically made that language up on the spot. <laughs> and they were, and they were, you know, and they were. That's where Ben and everybody was really helpful because I was a little bit nervous initially. I mean, you know, it was 15, 14 years ago when we did the first one. I didn't have that much experience, and, and they just made me feel really comfortable. And you know, I just sort of always thought about what I was trying to say in English, um, which is how. You know, you have to do it that way to, to make it understandable. But yeah, it was it was it was a lot of fun. That costume was a nightmare, though. It was forty yeah. pounds of. It of looks like it'd be a nightmare. <laughs> oh, it was hot. It was really hot. I remember we were in New York City on the first one, and it was, I think it was minus eighteen Celsius, and I was standing still, and I wasn't just warm; I was still hot. Oh, I'm like, you got to take some of this yak fur out of here, and they did, luckily. <laughs> so, and if you look really closely, you can see where I lost about fifteen pounds in, of sweat throughout the movie. So there's some scenes where my face is a little fatter than other scenes. Mm. So, but I've lost, I've lost like 45 pounds since then. So I've lost 40 pounds since May. Well done, Congrats. Thank yeah, you very much. Awesome. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. There you go. And that develops this kind of stupid stuff though. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. But sure, that's all part of the process. I'm just going to get an operation to look like that. So. <laughs> Wasn't wasn't Hank Azaria in the second one? He was. He yeah. was. In, he was in the yeah. second one. We had Ben Kingsley in the third one. Dan Stevens. Oh yeah. One. Um, uh, uh, and we had Chris Christopher Guest was in the second one. Yeah. You know, it was star studded. It was an amazing. And but, the, you know, some of the best times were, you know, when Ricky was there. I remember being on set once, and it was Ricky, Ben Stiller, and Robin on the set at the same time. And I just wanted them to call cut just to watch those guys you know, banter with each other in between. It was incredible. It was incredible. Damn. It was a real, so I, did, I learned a lot. So how did you actually get that role then? I just auditioned for it. And originally it was, originally he spoke English. So it was lines like, I think the line was something like, go get me doom. And then at the callback, Sean, the director was like, well, we're thinking of this idea. Not sure how it goes. It's going to be some kind of weird language. And I went, you want, Evil Asian dictator circa 1150, and I just blew it out my ass. And then <laughs> I and somehow got the job, and they seemed to like it, and they just kept adding more and more stuff. You know, that scene at the end isn't really in the script. The magic, we would just show up and, and just do it. And it was, it was a really great learning experience. You know, and that's where Ben was so welcoming, you know, because I was a little nervous. You know, I'm thinking to myself, I can't improv with these guys. But it just all became about the work when we did it, and that helped me a lot. So I swear in it. If you listen closely, you'll hear a, a fuck you motherfucker. <laughs> and I would ask people where their family, like, you know, if someone's grandmother was born in some weird city in Eastern Europe, I'd get the name of that city and just throw it in. <laughs> I think I threw Krispy Kreme donuts in there once. <laughs> so. so what's, there's, what's oh, there's, I'll say one more thing. There's one clear as day for my mother, so the mother side of my, was born in Indonesia. There's one clear as day Indonesian swear word in there, and that's jabak, which means wipe your ass. So I put <laughs> that one in to honor my to honor my my mother's side of the family. So I go oh, jabak, Larry. So <laughs> yeah, that's not super super wholesome, but also incredible. Yeah. It's hard to ADR it though. It was really hard to ADR it, you know, which is looping afterwards to to get the sound better. Yeah. You'd think it would be easy, but I was like, what the hell did I just fucking say? Oh, <laughs> so. yeah. No, yeah, I get that. Yeah, I, get, I get that, yeah. <laughs> so, so what was it like just screaming gibberish in Ben Stiller's face? 
It was, re- I mean, it was really fun. It was a lot of work. You know, I think we would just go over it and over it. I think we yeah. would did that when it went back and forth a couple of times. So I would do it. You know, so how filming works is they'll do a two shot of everybody, and then they'll then they'll do what they call cover. So it would be on me, and I would just do it five times, and then put it on him, and he would just do it five times or whatever, and you just put it together. And especially yeah. when it when you're making it up, it, it's 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 really freeing because. Um, you have a lot of freedom to just kind of explore and try things, you know, and some ideas don't work. You know, I think I'd get like five terrible ideas to get that six great one, you know, and that's, that's a nice way to work. Yeah. So, so like how many days did you wake up with a sore throat after screaming? Like, you know what? You it, can wasn't, tell them. it wasn't the throat that was bad is that costume was 40 pounds. I was sore every single day. You know, I don't take a lot of baths, but I was taking Epsom salt baths because, you know, we're running every day in 40 pounds of yak fur and, and leather. And, and that, that was, I don't think I could do it now, to be honest with you. I was 38 when I did the first one, and I don't think I, my body could physically handle it right now. It was, it was a lot of work. Yeah. So, but I went to theater school. So, honestly, luckily, that saved my ass. I learned how to sort of support from the diaphragm, and I never really lost my voice. Yeah, that's good. So yeah, that, that's School money actually paid paid off in the end. <laughs> good, that's really good. Yeah. <laughs> so, did you keep anything from Seth then? Because like sometimes you hear about people keeping like you know props or parts of their costume or things like that. Yeah. Have you, uh, do you have anything that you? I do. I have my teeth from Master and Commander. Yeah. Um, they made fake teeth because my teeth were too well shaped. So I don't know if you saw that. I they made like little uh, fake teeth, and I kept that. I kept my bandana from Master Commander, and I finally got them to give me the hat from from Nighty Museum. So I have the hat, oh. and I and I have the shoes from Sideways. Um, and it's usually shoes and stuff that I try to get if I can. And I did a couple of I did a TV show in Canada where I got all the suits, but. I was 60 pounds heavier, so I had to give them all away now. So. Ah. <laughs> nah, that's a shame, man. No, because, so. like, you, you always hear of actors, like, uh, especially nowadays, like, with uh, superhero movies and stuff, where they'll, like, keep, uh, like, either their costume or, like, their their weapon that they have or something like that. And yeah, they're, like, like, I think one, one, one person who's super bad for it is, like, Chris Hemsworth. I think he said he, he's he's stolen like seven Mjolnirs, I think. Yeah, it's a little I, easy when you're when you're Chris Hemsworth, you know. <laughs> I don't think he's gonna get as much trouble as I would, you know. Yeah, and you kinda don't wanna do it because as long as they're not giving you anything, you know there's a possibility for a sequel. Yeah. So as soon as I kept cause I would keep asking and as soon as they said, Yeah, you can have the hat, then that's when I knew we were done. So it's oh. sort of it's sort of a it's sort of a mixed bag on that. Because there if if there's a possibility of doing it again, they're not gonna give you anything. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. So, I mean, I have, I have, you know, stolen like a button. You know, <laughs> I've taken some stuff, but I'm yeah. not going to say from what projects or what it was. Sorry. That's fine. Well, I'm sorry <laughs> to say, Patrick, but we've actually been undercover cops this entire time. Ah, fucking boys. <laughs> we've been in a, we've been in an yeah. eleven-year hunt for that button. Oh, well, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to try to extradite me now. <laughs> oh Christ. Yeah, <laughs> I can pass as an Irishman if they mean. You know what? I mean, if you come over to Ireland, you're going to be I'll, very I'll, I'll hard be. to find. You know that thing? It's probably impossible to find anyone in hiding over here. Well, I've always wanted to go to Ireland just so they can see my face and then see my name, and I'll be like, I'll fucking prove it to you. Just give me some fucking whiskey. 
<laughs> well, that's that's my best Irish. I like the accents. I like the accents. Was, was that northern or was that regular Irish? I don't know no, what the hell that was. Pretty northern, yeah. Pretty yeah, the northern. The northern's the simplest. That's easy. It just this kind of shite. I think. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah, I did it once and I sort of key in with, can I go to dinner at Connors? And that's how you get that's into it. That's so good. Holy shit. No, ma, I got to go to dinner at Connors. I'll be back before it gets dark. I think that is honestly the best Irish accent we've heard on this uh, <laughs> on this podcast. From, non, from, uh, from non-Irish. From right? a non-Irish person, yes. <laughs> I'll take uh, that. Bit. Yeah, you will. We're, that's going up. That's going up in the Hall of Fame. Perfect. <laughs> I think it's great. We love doing it. We love it. We have on had like a, a great Irish uh, Yeah, but you have to admit that dinner at Connor's thing is the best. I'm sorry. If anyone, if any of our former guests who've done an Irish accent are watching, I I apologize immensely. But Patrick here's one. It's probably well, think, because of the Irish blood. But. I think so. I think so. I think we should have a contest. I think you guys should have a little thing where we let the let the audience judge. Just give us oh, like. Yeah. Sentences, you know, we don't have any time to prepare for it and see who can win. Yeah, that's pretty cool. We can text like a load of our past guests and be like, Yeah, we need, yeah we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to check every episode we've done to see how many guests have done an Irish accent. There you go, and then and we won't have our faces, you'll just have the audience trying to say which is Most. the best one. I would imagine everyone tries to because that's what oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, they do. People are, I, I, I was trying to fight it off, but I thought I might as well just go for the fucking cliche. No, I'm sure we. <laughs> No, I'm always, I'm constantly doing either an Australian accent or a Bill Burr impression. So. Oh, I, I want to hear your Australian. I want to hear you guys' American accents. Oh, okay. Uh, actually, I, I can do it a pretty good American. Derek, I'm gonna go first for your Boston. Go on. What my Boston accent? <laughs> do your Bill Burr so, thing. Go on, man. Yeah, there's a bunch of bullshit. It's fucking. It's like, uh, what is it? You know, I I think I'd be a good parent. Yeah, 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 I think, you know, and then uh, part of me believes that, and then part of me is, like, uh, pissing off everyone as kids, being like, dude, you have no idea how stressful it is. Not but I'm bad. like, I mean, I'm, I mean, I got the dog. Dude, you can't <laughs> even fucking compare it to a dog. I just did. Uh, wait, what? I can. I just did, and I'll do it again. Mine <laughs> has four legs. Yours has nice. two. <laughs> Not bad. Very nice. Go on, Jared. Give it a whirl there, buddy. Go on. Uh, do, do your best. Not ride. even the Boston one. I genuinely... Thomas, you said you're pretty good. Go. Well, I have I have family over in Ohio, and so I kind of just base it off my aunt. Oh, gee, we were at a we were at a zoo once, and she kept saying she'd love to take the animals home. Geez, I would just love to put him in a big, big box and just take him home back to Ohio. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's a little southern, but it's not bad. No, I, I, say, I love I, the southern. I think I love well, the southern. I want to hear the easiest to do. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I want to hear. I want to hear you Australian now, because that's Australian. Go on, Dara. You're good at that. Hold on. I need to get prepared. Hold on. No. No. We in our minds back and skits on. Hold on. No. And then I want New Zealand, because that's a really hard. Oh, New Zealand. Oh, Jesus, man. I've. We've had. Oh, New Zealand. We've had people from New Zealand on this, and I'm about to insult them. Shit. Um. Darius, oh, I, gotta, I gotta put the glasses on for this. I wanna see what he's doing. Okay. Darius, what the hell are you doing? Just give me sorry now. I can help. What are you doing? I like your shirt, by the way. Like, is it, what a second? That was a very Canadian yeah. sorry. There we go. Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. 
Yeah, all right. So <laughs> basically, I've gotten all this stuff from fucking uh, Perth. Yeah, I was in Perth for three months from November to uh, February. Oh, no. That was it. Yeah, and it's pretty the, good. Yeah, the key to an Australian accent is it's fucking. It's pretty much the O's. If you nail the O's, you sorted. O's. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, a tough accent. It's like okay. no. It's all right. It's not bad. I have fucking. If I can get me flip flop here. You, you, got, some, you got some. You got some. You got some. You got some skill at that. That's that's Irish a good stuff. skill to have. Hold on. I'm gonna get the flip flop. Here we go. Here we go. I'll try and flip flop. <laughs> yeah. Now I want a Canadian accent. Oh. Um. It's actually a basic. It's an American accent. Well, I don't know if I'm gonna. He's sorry about that. Sorry about that. that. Yeah, boat, say, boat. Sorry. That's it. Say sorry and uh, a boot. It's just, it's just, it's just, just American. You just, just have to Ameri- pretend to be Ryan Reynolds. Well, you just have to <laughs> pretend to be American, but nicer and smarter. Ew, that's oh, not gee, um, I'm real sorry about that. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. Oh, sorry, you had to punch me in the face. Sorry, for, sorry, my face got in the way of your fist. Oh, that's what's odd. I, I never really hear. Canadian actors, but if you've uh, ever heard of George Gordon Peterson, he's like the most heavy Canadian accent. Which one? Did you hear Jordan Peterson? Yeah. He's like a, yeah, he's the most heavy Canadian accent I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, we try, I mean, honestly, when we, most of our work is down in the States, so we need, whatever accents we have, we need to try to get rid of. The, the strongest accents in Canada are Nova Scotia and Newfoundland. Oh, um, yeah. They have really, really interesting, cool accents. But yeah, we try to. I used to say I had to learn how to say sorry and tomorrow and about instead of sorry tomorrow and about. Mm-hmm. You know, the 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 key for me is the American. I put it more in, in the front of my mouth, and the Canadian I sort of talk in the back of my throat a little bit more, and it's yeah. just a little bit easier. But now I have a hard time getting the Canadian accent back. I've gone to play Canadian guys, and I'm like, I can't fucking say sorry, I'm sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Have you seen Fargo, uh, the TV oh, show? Yeah, that's a tough accent too. That's that's yeah. Minnesota. What do you think I of Martin, Martin Freeman in that? He. <laughs> I love it. So I auditioned for that three times. Couldn't quite nail that accent though. Oh really? Oh wow. That's so, oh. Do you know what role you applied for? Uh the one that Brad Garrett got, and then a sheriff of some kind, and I don't know, some guy in a bad suit. That's all I remember. <laughs> it's kind of cool. I was just going to ask there, since we're on the topic of accents, if there's one accent you could, like, completely nail, like, you have it down to a T, like, even people from that country wouldn't, like, bat an eye, what would it be? Probably the closest might be, if I had enough time, was the Northern Irish. One of my proudest moments, though, is the Master and Commander, they had in the contract that they could dub my voice, and I had to play a Welsh guy. I didn't have a lot of lines. I know I could get it past the Americans, but when I went to London for the premiere... I got to pass the Brits, and that was a very proud moment. <laughs> you know, because the Welsh accent is there's about four of them. I think it's, it's like so guys, weird. Yeah. yeah. And then and then we had them on set, so I would just have them say it in my ear, and I realized that you know Joe had a different one than than Mark. And then we had to do looping afterwards, and I was like, um, are you flying those guys into Vancouver so I can do the accent? And um, and luckily I got it. So I guess, you know, you can do Russian. It's not that hard to do. <laughs> and I can, I'm French Canadian. You know, my mother was never English. It's not a hard one to do, eh? <laughs> no, accents. I mean, accents are. I can do them if I have enough time. Um, 
I think that the key for me is rather than getting the sound necessarily, I start focusing on the rhythm and then go, I go, cause every, every language has a rhythm. And once you get the rhythm down, then I start moving on to the actual sounds of it. But I mean, we've all had this where I've heard people who are from a country where their accent is so strong. It sounds fake. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, we look have, at, we have Irish people like that over here. Yeah. And then have you seen the boys, the boys, uh, the, the Amazon boys? prime yeah. show. Yeah, I've been meaning to watch it, but yeah, it's fucking great. But, um, um, what the hell's his name? Carl Urban's accent yeah. is so strong it almost sounds fake, but it's his accent, you know. So, I can do an American. I can nail an American accent though. Ready? Here we go. <laughs> How you guys doing? Damn, nice. Yeah, that was pretty nice. <laughs> my life, shit. Respected. You nailed that shit. But, uh, <laughs> what, what about you, lads? If you could nail one accent, what would it be? Irish. <laughs> you what? <laughs> I mean, to you now, we probably sound very Irish. I know I probably sound like a very thick kind of... Maybe, I don't know. No, I li- you know what? The Irish, <laughs> the, the Irish accent I always liked it because it's really subtle. You know, it, it's it, you, you almost don't kind of hear it, which is the sort of the one I use. Unless the, the person from Dublin. Yeah, but even you, that's where that whole thing I said about rhythm comes in because you yeah. don't necessarily... It's, it's not as strong an accent as the Brits or the Scots. You know? Oh, yeah, 100%. You kind of have to listen to it to hear it, which is why it's so hard to do a regular yeah. Irish accent. Yeah. You know, subtle, the subtler the accent, the harder it is. Yeah, that's the, most the thing. Fast... Like, there's just so many. That's yeah, what, what I love to hear is, like, accents of, like, you know, Asians or East Indian people speaking Russian or something like that, or where they have a Russian accent, you know, like, because it, it never occurs to you that people go all over the place. You know, mm-hmm. I remember being in Spain traveling when I was 18 and seeing a... a um, Someone looked just like my uncle speaking Spanish. And I'm like, wow, it never occurs to you. <laughs> um, and then you can also tell the difference between like someone from who's been, with a, who has English as a second language, who's been educated in America as opposed to, to England, you know, and they'll have, you know, they'll be speaking English and, you know, they'll be Chinese with a slightly British accent to their English or Chinese with a slightly American accent. And I always find that kind of stuff fascinating. Yeah. So... I can speak Hun too. I can speak Attila Hun Hun perfectly. <laughs> how how did you do that thing with your eye, man? I was I was looking at it there. That the thing you uh, always you know that was originally a contact lens which I had to wear five times, and then I think they just did it digitally afterwards. And I was kind of like, why the fuck that? Wear the fucking eye thing. <laughs> Thomas, can you not do that? Yeah, because I hate I hate contact lenses. I mean, I'm a big I'm a big wuss when it comes to that. So someone had to put it in for me every time, and I whined every time because I hated it. I mean, I hated as well. The thought yeah, of something touching your eye is like, ugh. Yeah, no, I couldn't I couldn't really see that well out of it. So we we tried that, and I think they ended up doing it digitally afterwards. I I feel like everyone's just like no one can do eye stuff. Like even me, me and the boys were watching UFC two five two. Was it boys? Yes. Yes. And uh, it was Daniel Cormier versus Stipe Miocic, and there was a bad eye poke where like at least this much of this dude's like finger went into his eye, and all of us jumped. Went. We just Ooh. turned around straight away. The guy who was it Cormier who got the eye poke. He- yeah. He couldn't see out of that eye. He was blind out of that yeah. fight. And after the fight. But I've got a bit on his eyes now, actually. 
Yeah, uh, literally, like, in the post-fight interview, it literally looks like he's lost an eye. Like, it's all... Ooh. It's, it's, ooh. It's and eyes are, eyes are important. Eyes are important. That's why, I'm wearing these stupid, that's why I'm wearing these stupid glasses for the rest of it, so I can actually see. I know the bo- you used to wear glasses as well, boys, don't you? I'm currently wearing mine. Yes. I only, I only need them for reading, though. I, I'm the oh, only so. person here who doesn't need glasses. Shit. No, you're who young. Who would have thought? I'm like the one who spends the most time on screens as well. I didn't need glasses, reading glasses, till I was forty-one. So you got time. There's still plenty of time. Yeah, you got time. You got time. I mean, I've been told glasses suit me, so yeah, not really suits you though. Anyway, (laughs) cool. So, what else do you guys want to know? I kind of I wanted to ask, and I don't think I wasn't going to ask it, but like, what was it like working with Robin? Because that was. it's incredible. He was one of the nicest people you could ever meet. Incredibly generous. Um, you know, I think he kind of anchored that film for us. And I remember I was really, like I said, I was really nervous to begin with. And the whole making the language up was new. And I remember I did something one day and he came up and he just said that was really funny. And I know he did it on purpose. You know, I knew that he knew that I'd go, okay, if Robin Williams approves and I'll be okay. And it just calmed me down. Um, but yeah, he was he was just an incredibly wonderful man and incredibly talented. You know, I mean, just he so seemed nice. like such a warm-hearted guy. Even just yeah. watching. Yeah, I got this great picture on number three where I had my four-year-old niece come visit on set, and he went and got her a muffin. Oh, no, like my niece was like, "I'm hungry," and Robin Williams went and got my niece a muffin. So there's this great little picture where she's holding a muffin. You know that Robin Williams went and got her. Mm. So, yeah, he was. It was. It was a. That was a really, I really love those projects. It was a lot of fun for me and, you know, great times. I got to shoot in Vancouver, which is my hometown, good. which is always nice. Yeah, going, flying back to your hometown and staying in a hotel is, you know, making a movie is, at least I find that to be quite fun. So. Sounds fun, yeah. So. Especially, like, after spending time away from home doing your work, and then you're like, you know, I'd like to work closer to home, and then you get a project like that, and you're like, well, shit. Yeah, it's it, it's a little bit hard though because you know you don't have as much time as you think, and so you yeah. know you get a lot of friends you want to see, but you know if you've got one or two days off a week, it's not a lot of time to sort of socialize, and I, that I had to learn that the first time around. Yeah, so, but it is nice, you know where you're going. You know you don't need you don't need any maps or anything. You know you just I grew up there, so I knew where all the fun stuff was. That's cool. Yeah. Knew where to get the good weed. <laughs> It's all legal now, so I can say that. So. Oh, of course. Yeah, no. Wait, is it legal in Canada? <laughs> oh, yeah. It became totally legal a year and a half ago. So I was, shooting a, I was shooting a TV show in Calgary, and there were more pot stores than there were liquor stores. I mean, there were, there were 10 pot stores. There were pot stores everywhere. That's insane. It's not, it's not as really good, cool. though. Yeah, it's not as good as it was. You know? Yeah. When I was a kid, the BC stuff was crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, But like anything else, it's sort of downed a little bit but yeah. it's it's better because it's safer you know it's it's curated for what you need if you need something for pain they you know yeah. you can get something specific for that yeah, it's basically legal in, stuff like that, yeah. Yeah, it's legal for recreation in california too i think yeah. i have four of them within five miles of my house so well that was another that was american canadian would have said house <laughs> canadians <laughs> always diphthong that's one thing to know they'll always say south or house even when you get rid of the accent so instead yeah. of saying South, they'll say South. South. Yeah, you, you really kind of put emphasis on your 
your owl sounding words, you know, like you're about, yeah. you're about, oh, yeah. about, sounds. about, yeah, mm. out and about. Yeah, uh, just just speaking of uh, Canada and Canadians, uh, milk in bags, what's up with that? Who? Milk in bags, what's up with that? That's not a thing, is oh, it? Oh, we've always had that. It's what? Yeah, Thomas, it's a Canadian thing. Thomas, did you not know this? I'm sorry that I We had milk in plastic bags, <laughs> and then you had a little jug and you cut the corner off. Yeah, I had that when I was a kid. I think it's easier to transport. Is that a Canadian thing? Look at your eyes. Yeah, what yes. is wrong with you guys? Even so, Patrick, thanks for coming on the podcast, man. <laughs> You've hey, been um, okay, you guys, guys. I guess. I don't know. Look at that. Look at that. There's milk. Yeah, milk in bags. That's Perfect. so fucking weird. I don't know why we did that. I would say you're a good guest, but you no. You guys, <laughs> you guys, you guys, of all the you guys, people, you guys leave not, eggs. No. You guys don't refrigerate your eggs over there. Though. Yeah, of course you don't. We do. Well, yeah, I don't. we do. Thomas, that, oh, I yeah, do. Thomas, that's weird. That's because you're fucking weird and you freeze your chocolate as well, you sick bastard. Right, isn't that? You're supposed to freeze your chocolate. No, you? you're fucking not. I'd rather bite into a chocolate and like have it be a smooth experience than bite a fucking brick, okay? It's a tasty dong your I freeze my dark chocolate. Dark feels very strong, man. Freeze your dark chocolate. Your dark chocolate is even better than milk chocolate. Thank you, Patrick. I hate dark now, chocolate. Now you want to get, get something really Canadian. Put up uh, uh, Gerard, right? Thomas. Jerry, I looked this stuff up. Thomas looked this shit up. Put up, put up, poutine. P O U. Oh yeah. I N E. That's it. gravy and Yeah, I was brought and, uh, up Catholic, but I'm an atheist. But poutine mm-hmm. makes me possibly consider thinking about maybe considering the existence of God. Am I doing this right? Is that right? <laughs> yeah, that's it. All. Oh, makes you think about that. a higher purpose. Oh, look at that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't even like the yeah. idea. I don't like the idea of it, but it's making me That's, hungry looking. That looks rotten, to be honest. And then the night, oh, guest on it probably tastes. I gotta so go now. I gotta go now. You call poutine rotten. I'm out of here. I gotta go. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and look up Nanaimo bars. That's a Western Canadian thing. What's it called? N a n a n a i m o bars. Nanaimo bars. Oh, okay. That shit is the greatest thing ever created. Oh, by- what is that? Is that? Chocolate and lemon, or no? It's a it's a it's a bird's custard and butter in the middle with Ooh. graham crackers, coconut. It's it's the greatest thing ever uh, created. Oh, you sandwich. ruined it! You said coconut gone out of it. No, Thomas, but, it's, ever, but it's listen, but it's basically Thomas, a Vancouver thing. Have you okay. ever had a macaroon bar, Thomas? Yes. Yeah, that's coconut. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're that's fucking it. nice. The Nanaimo bars are Western Canadian, and they're they're. I do consider believing in God when I eat those. <laughs> when I talk about munchie boxes. <laughs> Thomas, can you bring up a picture of a munchie box and see yes, if I right. out over it? <laughs> so this is the kind you of seem, stuff that you, you get seem, on a You seem to be away. a lover of food. so I, I used to be. I am. Yeah. So yeah. if you go to a church, you, you're going out with your friends and uh, you kind of think, oh, geez, I'd love something to eat now, but I want something, you know, that we can all eat together. So you get one of these. Or if you're just a hunger cunt like me. <laughs> oh, nice! Where are those? Is that a Irish thing? Yeah, you get you get fries, you get chicken balls, you get chicken wings. Sometimes you get ribs. Sometimes Holy you get spring rolls. You get your curry sauce. Yeah, you get your curry sauce. You get your Szechuan sauce. Whatever sauce you like, really. And then you get a heart attack. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Oh, that looks delicious. Is that is that in most Irish restaurants or is that it is in every single Chinese Chinese? Yeah, that's great. Hold it's it. great. They have French like, fries. They have French fries in Chinese restaurants there. Yeah, but it's like yeah. the they're like the fries are um, fried in salt and chili. 
Wow. Yeah, so they're super spicy. It's, I gotta it's, go. I... It's like it's the quickest way to go into a food coma, honestly. So hold it. That's me. That's basically me as food. Chinese Irish. That's Chinese <laughs> Irish. Food. Yeah. Yeah. That is the so I'm basically food. I'm basically a munchie box. That is. <laughs> well, that is if you want to refer to yourself as a munchie box from now on, we ain't gonna stop you. That is Irish. That is oh. that. You and uh, a munchie box is probably the most childish you're gonna get. I have I have got to get over there just to uh, just to try. try one. I was actually gonna go over and um, I've never been. I was gonna go last March because my dad passed away in October. Uh, I was gonna go on his birthday and, and sneak his ashes over on March 26th, and then COVID hit. So my first uh, trip, once we open up, is gonna be to Ireland, and I'm definitely gonna have a munchie box. <laughs> Maybe on day two though. <laughs> Maybe we'll have a pint with you. Yeah, I'd love to. I'm probably going to go to Dublin. You know, I've never, I've never been. You know, so I do want to. I've always wanted to go. Yeah, you probably shouldn't get a pint in Dublin, though. You'll, uh, you'll end up paying like twenty euro for it. Yeah. Really? Oh yeah. Yeah, they're super expensive. They won't give me one because I can do a Northern Ireland at Shacks, and I, my last name's Gallagher. Oh, you'll probably get shot. <laughs> well, but my last name's Gallagher. Won't they just give Ooh. me one? <laughs> well, I mean, about the Gallagher part, yeah, maybe. But if you do a Northern I, I, accent, you're going to get thought, some looks. I thought there was some rule where if you're like have an Irish name and it's your first time in the country, you get free drinks for a day. That's what I heard. I mean, no, try it out. Does that exist? Thomas, look it up, please. I don't think that. Uh, but, that again, if you have an Irish name, you get free drinks. And you've never been there before, you should get free drinks for a week. What do you call your prime minister again? What are they called? Uh, Michael Martin. No, but what's what's the title T-shock. called? T-shock. T-shock. Yeah, you should talk to T-shock about that. We should T-shock. We'll do. We'll do. It's great for tourism. Yeah, because yeah. then Irish would, you know, we'd be there all the time. People change their name to O'Malley, O'Callaghan. No O names, because those are too typical. You, you, just, you, get you would convert the entire world into Irish wannabes. You get one drink a day for a week. I think that's completely fair. If your name is Gallagher. If your name's Gallagher. <laughs> and, you're, and, you're, and your family's from Cork. Uh, yes. It's probably, if you find a pub called Gallagher's and you say your, your last name is Gallagher you'll probably get a free point I'm, I'm there you sure. go <laughs> um anyway I got about 10 minutes anything in particular you guys want to talk about um well you were I don't, don't know if you talked about already you were in the new Ghost of Tsushima game oh uh, yeah I played Koten Khan that's actually it's funny where people ask Tell us about, about Attila you know what I used from Attila was because that's all motion capture which is basically just a skin-tight suit, which no one should have to see me in, including myself. Um, but I used the Attila experience of having that costume to figure out how he moves. And so that's where, that's, because you got nothing. You're basically just wearing a, have you ever gone scuba diving? There has. Yeah. You're basically wearing a scuba diving suit. And then you have to I'm try to imagine. Not. Yeah, you've got to try to imagine how you walk. So um, I used that. It was, it was really fun. That was actually a lot of fun to do. Great writing. Um, it's yeah. kind of cool to watch it. I don't play video games because I'm too old, but I've seen people play it. It looks badass. It's absolutely massive. I want. To, I the haven't played it. Two games, I'm planned to play the two it. games oh, that came on. out were like Ghost of Tsushima and then um, The Last of Us Part Two. And The yeah. Last of Us Part Two was a disappointment, so everyone flocked to Ghost of Tsushima. That's good. Oh, come on, Tom. there was Did controversy you, around that game picture, when it came picture out. Of Mia. <laughs> there, there, there was actually controversy around that game because Coach, it's Coach made by, Khan. it's made by a, a Western studio, Wee. but it's it's an Eastern uh, based game. Mm. Yeah, 
because it's about like summer and all so it's it's pretty yeah yeah it was controversial i don't think anyone really cares i don't think anyone really cares though it's just people being like "Mm." apparently japan liked it you know there was it was a japanese cast japan likes it if japan likes it yeah so good. Uh, we we they, they we they were, the cast was you know Daisuke was Japanese spoke Japanese you know we try, they the Sucker Punch tried really hard to be as authentic as they possibly could Sony Japan had a lot to do with it you know I just played I just played Irish <laughs> What was um Oh, on, Tom, was better one that wasn't, Thomas type in coaching time cuz I got a badass I got a badass headdress in one of them Wasn't for honor um a a medieval game, but it was made by a Japanese. Which one again? Uh, wasn't for honor a game that was uh, It was like medieval, but it was made by a Japanese studio. Yeah, but they included all kinds of cultures. Did they for the for the warriors you could choose? Yeah. Have you guys watched um Kurosawa movies? No. Akira Kurosawa, oh, you've got it. If you like film at all. And there are a lot of what, you know, there was real homage to him. You know, a lot of the style of Ghost of Tsushima was, you know, to the, uh, an homage to Kurosawa. He did Kajimusha and Ryan and the Seven Samurai. Incredible filmmaking, if you ever want a movie to watch. Watch a stone, then it becomes really interesting. <laughs> so, but yeah, no, that was a, that was a, that was a fun project. That was, you know, it, um, Motion capture is really interesting because, or performance capture, because like I said, you don't have anything. You just have that tight, skin-tight costume on, and then you have to imagine an empty space, and then you have this helmet with cameras in front of your face. So I was amazed how intimate they got those performances to be because you've got something right here, and you can't really see that well. And so it's a very sort of whole different style of acting. It's kind of like a hybrid between film acting, radio plays, and theater. And I found it... A little bit disconcerting at first, and then once you figure it out, it's 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 kind of fun. Yeah, so. definitely video game stories like this, the Ghost of Tsushima, they're moving up in the world. Like oh, you're gonna man. get a lot more story-based games. Like shooter games, fucking dominated for so yeah. long, and now over the last like few years, it's been uh, story-based games. Yeah, and, and that's even, what it- and even shooter games trying to lean into that. And that's what interests me again, uh, because I kind of got away from it. The I didn't biggest understand. shooter games out there. Yeah, I didn't understand the shooter games, and that's when I stopped playing. But this open world stuff interests me again. So I'm, I might, I might get yeah. myself a PlayStation or and, and start playing at some. PS5 is coming out. Yeah, yeah, the PS5 is coming out soon. Yeah, but um. Yeah, wait, wait for the new one. You get better use. Yeah, the whole thing is like, uh, what was I gonna say? Shit. You're gonna say Sony should send me a PlayStation? Man, you're such an embarrassment. Yes, but yeah. Fuck off, Thomas. Um, but you, like, even even with the the like shooter games like Call of Duty and stuff, like they've started to lean in. Obviously, like they've had campaign for a while, but the campaigns have started to get a lot longer and a lot more complex and uh, like accurate. Like to uh, like obviously with the last one, Modern Warfare, that was I I was watching like uh, videos on it, and I think like the only thing I I was watching it was a. I think it was an SAS operative or a former SAS operative reacting to a like a clear house um, scene. So like they were like breaching different floors and stuff like that. 
and like mm-hmm. he was just saying that it, it was like the only thing wrong was it was that like your holding the gun and did never do that because uh you know at risk of shooting your teammate uh right so yeah but like and i know with the next one they've gone super deep with like history and stuff it's about the world war so yeah i mean yeah. the technology's there you know and i you know it's, it, and it's it's fun for actors you know it gets us more involved in them and it's a whole new sort of then um a genre that we can now you know participate in so so what time is it uh it's two o'clock you guys got anything else you want to talk about or I got my car I broken. Finished. I got my car broken into, so I've got to go to the police station and file a report and get my registration done and stuff. So well, sorry to hear, man. Uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll yeah. let you go then. Um, yeah, <laughs> wait, now hold up, man. Because let's put our priorities right now. Nothing. Okay. Uh, oh. Patrick, thanks so much for getting on. Oh, was <laughs> thanks, man, for getting on. I, I, sorry, I'm, I'm like... glad. I'm glad that I won the accent contest. Oh, you definitely <laughs> did. There's well, no I gotta contest. Go to, I gotta, go to, gotta go to dinner, at Connors. I'm fucking hungry. <laughs> <laughs> fucking fucking, fucking Allen's so a fucking storm. It's fucking anyway. fucking don't like it. Fucking thank you, Patrick. You've been a great guest. Um, thank, thank you to anyone who's been listening. Yes, yes thank anyone anyone who's been listening. Or Is this live? For that matter. No. Recording. You cut all my swear words out then. <laughs> oh no, I this Canada. is raw. Hi Canada, hi Ireland. Hi, uh, everywhere. Yeah, and try, try, try poutine in Nanaimo bars if you can get it. I'm if I ever go to Canada, man, I'm looking forward to it. And I'm now going to call myself Munchie Box. I'm really fascinated by that. <laughs> <laughs> Both of that, those are my two if people. You, so all right, yeah. If so you call I, yourself Munchie, sorry, go ahead. You keep cutting off, Dar. Say that again. Oh, sorry. Uh, I said if you call yourself Munchie Box, we'll call ourselves Poutine. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> Well, I'm kind of thinking those are my two cultures in one, and they came up with munchie box. That's what they're yeah. so Chinese and Irish. So I'm, I'm I i got to go check it out. Yours. We're just stealing <laughs> Canadian. Is there a particularly good munchie box I should try if I go to Ireland? Uh, the big ones. The big ones. <laughs> the fifteen-year-old like one. Get someone. Get a friend. Uh, get the woman. Whatever. Just the two of you go at it. See if you can finish it. And do I, you probably won't. Like, are there options, or should I just say, give me a munchie box and surprise me? Just munchie box. Just say you want a munchie box. That's all you got to do. Yeah, you want the munchie box, yeah. No spring rolls, extra chicken balls, Szechuan sauce. Uh, <laughs> so you, know you know what's so funny? I, I don't know why. I, I don't know why I love that whole concept so damn much. Way to go, Ireland. Well done. <laughs> I want a U2 song about it. I want, I want a U2 song about munchie boxes. <laughs> we'll, we'll get on to Bono. Tell him. Tell them. They should call their next album Munchie Box. How old? How long has that been around, Munchie Boxes? Um, I like the last like two or three years, right? Yeah. So it's brand oh, new. It's been around since we were young. You guys are young. Too. You guys are yeah, young. maybe they've been around. Well, yeah, but like, popular since we were like our entire time growing up. Like, you know. So they're, so they're like in the last 15 or 20 years, though. Yeah, they're recent, like. It's not like some fucking huge tradition. It's like a oh, staple food, don't know. Fuck, I gotta go over there it's now. Not, some, it's not. A munchie box is not a staple food unless you're Dara. It's for Dara. <laughs> but that's the. But that's the, that's that's the out at the that's the out at the pub. I've been drinking all night. It's two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's sort of like our. I've, I've not eaten all day. I'm super fucking hungry. 
Go get a munchie box, Dara. Uh, oh my okay. god, it's ten o'clock. I could. I'm going there for I'm going to Ireland for a munchie box. <laughs> if I'm there, we're all going for munchie box when I show up in Ireland. Yes. Fuck oh, yeah, we are Patrick Gallagher. Yes. <laughs> we get one each. Fuck eating munchie boxes with cold and can. Is there anything yeah. better? We each yeah. our own nah. one we, we see what Dara can really do. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll stop when he gets going. We'll see if Dara can take in the munchie box contest. Anyway, I ask I'm you right now, Dara. Do you so Okay, I'll see you guys Remember later. Like, subscribe, and take her handy. See you later. Have a good day, Patrick. You too, man.